So this is part part five or part V of my uh, Christmas special. Christmas specials. I knew I wanted to do a five-parter. And last night I forgot what what the fifth part was supposed to be about. And really, uh, really, really though, really though, as Snoop Diggity Dog would say, uh, I, I wanted to read the. I guess I forgot my Bible. Uh, but anyways, I wanted to read the uh, the Christmas story from all four Gospels, but it's really only detailed in uh, Matthew and Luke, and uh, it's beautiful, and it's a must-read, and uh, (laughs) it's funny that this, uh, what I'm about to say and how I'm about to contradict, but... But, here's the thing. Here's the thizang. Um, what we've got, what we've got going on and on and on. Uh, <laughs> so, I was taught as a kid that we give each other gifts at pres or gifts at christmas because uh the three magi or the three wise men the three kings uh how whatever christmas song or bible verse you want to uh acknowledge they brought Jesus gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Uh, the gold was because he was the king of the Jews, uh, and the frankincense and myrrh were to represent that he would die for the sins of all mankind. Because those were... Uh, they were good smelling incense uh but they were also embalming uh uh materials or they were used for embalming back in the day maybe they still are i don't know not a not an undertaker but uh I do have a, a a runny nose. Hopefully, I got the Omicron virus, so it knocks out uh, all future variations of the coronavirus, COVID nineteen. But I took my last cold pill and my packet o cold pills, so we'll see. Anyhow, sorry about the sniffles. It was what I meant. So it's funny that I, I I I quote the Bible, and I'm about to tell you the best Christmas present I ever got was a sin. But we'll get to that later. Um, I've egged everyone on throughout these uh, four 
podcast to be charitable and be kind uh, and such at Christmas time. Uh, and I said the other day, I always felt bad for uh, those kids when I went back to school after Christmas break or I went out visiting my friends uh, on Christmas Day. Uh, some of them got nothing. And sometimes, you know, you call your friends on Christmas break, hey, come play with my Christmas toys. And some of them had like one toy and they were so happy uh, to get one toy. And I had, I'm looking at my living room now, uh, piled at least two to three feet in front of the Christmas tree would be a mound of gifts. And (laughs) with the, uh, little bitty limited amount of closet space in this home, I don't know where my mother hid those gifts until Christmas. But she did, uh, nonetheless. Um, Some of the greats over the years, I got uh, this uh, elect... I guess all keyboards are electronic, but... I I had this rock star phase, and I got a, a keyboard that you would strap around yourself like a guitar... Because that was the cool thing on MTV back then was they were playing electric keyboards that, uh, you know, they actually used to play music on MTV. Do you remember that? By the way, you're hearing the Trans-Siberian Orchestra in the background, uh, if you're wondering. Anyways, so... uh, that, That was what I wanted. Not knowing you had to take lessons to learn to play a keyboard. Not even knowing... I I, I didn't even know until a few years ago when I was reading a book about Ronald Reagan (laughs) that uh, the black keys on on a piano or a keyboard actually do something and serve a purpose. Uh, I did (laughs) So uh, I just thought you, you know pushed keys and sound came out and you danced around like a coked up jackass because that's what they did on MTV. <laughs> uh, and then there was one year I got a, I thought I was getting the greatest electric guitar ever. Oh man, it was a, it was a black beauty and it had a built-in speaker. Not ever realizing that uh, Whenever I saw the guitar greats playing their guitars, uh, no guitar on television or anywhere else had a built-in speaker. But nonetheless, I think I played it a total of two or three times. Uh, And then it sat and collected dust and... uh, I don't know. At one point, somebody was going to tune it up for me. And uh, I don't even know what the hell happened after that. Maybe we just let the guy keep it. Or something. I don't know. But uh, I know I wound the string so tight 
thinking that would give me that nice, loud uh, sound. Anyways, I think I broke the strings, and the guy was going to restring it and tune it for me. I don't know. He was a firefighter friend of my mom's. Uh, a friend, he was dating a friend of my mom. Wow, that was like a long time ago. I had to have been less than 10 or 11 years old. Anyhow. So, my dog's lapping up water in the background. The best Christmas present I ever got. So, I don't know how or what. Oh, I was in love. Okay, so... The summer before my senior year of high school, I fell in love with a Mexican maiden. Uh, she was not a maiden, but she was hot. And she was the first really hot girl that talked to me. And she, uh, that summer, asked me to move to Texas to be with her. Uh, after n no dates, <laughs> and, and she asked my cousin if I could move in with him if I wanted to, and uh, he said, yeah, John could move here if he wanted, and I uh, returned home to... Uh, take care of my grandfather. My mom and grandma lied to me and said that he w he had been sick ever since I left for this, uh, I don't know, month or two long vacation. And that um, I needed to come home and not move. So she was married to a guy who beat her and raped her and was abusive and he was on a lot of, I shouldn't say a lot of drugs, he was on drugs, which in the 90s drugs meant like smoking pot uh, and maybe doing pills or maybe cocaine, I don't know. Um, but her and I kept in touch writing letters. This was back before email existed even. Uh, the internet existed only for academics and the military and people like that. And, uh, I guess there were chat rooms and, you know, early forms of internet, but not for us. Uh, we wrote letters. I'd write a letter three days later, she'd get it, write a, write me a letter back. And three days later I would get it. So and I kept them in a shoebox for a long time. I there must have been well, one letter, one letter a week for you know several months. Uh, and so I I pestered my family into getting me a plane ticket to Texas for Christmas uh, to go see this girl. I pretended it was to go visit my family and just you know, be away from my hometown, and I just really like Texas. Well, in between there, she got a boyfriend, but she always complained about the boyfriend, 
Uh, and at least to me, she complained about him. And when I got there, she talked about, you know, breaking up with him and, uh, you know, being with me and would I stay and, and stuff like that. And I agreed. Uh, and the boyfriend was out of town on a ski trip. So I had her to myself for uh, several days. I don't remember how many exactly. I don't even remember how many days I was there. I was there a few days before Christmas, Christmas Day, which I will get to, and uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. I must have come home sometime after the New Year, uh, maybe January 2nd, 3rd, 10th, I don't freaking know. It was 1994, turning 1995, okay? So my memory is a bit cloudy. Uh, Let me describe this girl. Dark Mexican tan, little uh, bump of a beauty mark on her upper lip, uh, upper lip area, not on her lip. Good kiss, good, well, we'll get to that. Uh, But she had long, long black hair down to her uh, batissimo. And she was, like, super skinny when I met her. Uh, She was probably, like, 5'6 or 5'7. You know, tall enough for a female. Prettier, prettier than God knows what. Dark Mexican brown eyes. Uh, her her two front teeth were bent slightly inward and it must have been like a family thing because my cousin's wife who was this woman's cousin this girl's cousin we were teenagers I can call her a girl Uh, when we first met in the summer I was 17 and she was 19 and anyways but I, and I was a fat kid. I had a mullet. Uh, I had a million pairs of Air Jordans. Um, <laughs> and so uh, there was this dance hall outside the town that uh, she lived in and where I visited called Jesse's Place. And... Uh, we, we went there and, uh, this is, I'm going back and forth. This is over the summer. We went there and she taught me how to country and Western dance. She called it, uh, I think it was technically called the two step. And then there was this dance we did where you just, Everybody gets on the floor. It's called a cumbia. It's a Spanish dance. And you just walk around moving your arms back and forth, really. Uh, but everybody joked when uh, Maribel asked me to dance. I took off like a jet for the dance floor. And I was not a dancer back in the day because uh, I wasn't a, a drinker yet. 
<laughs> but anyways, two things she taught me was how to drink Bud Light and how to dance. And how to drink tequila, too. But anyhow. Oh, and cherry-flavored vodka. The the Mexican kids, they would... They, they had a bottle of cherry vodka in the trunk of the car. We thought it was so cool. Um... And I was actually, I looked so much older than I was. I would buy her an Ida beer, even though she was slightly older. You had to be 21 to buy beer. And uh, everyone knew her and knew she wasn't 21. But I was a new face in town and looked older. Uh, I had... some variation of a goatee and a mustache and a mullet <laughs> and uh, she was so sweet and she grew up poor uh, you know her her mom her sister who was also gorgeous uh, and her brother titter we called him titter I don't know what his real name is uh, anyways, they all lived in a trailer, and they need, they didn't even have a f- telephone. Um, and then she married some guy uh, when they were young and uh, kind of almost ruined her life. But she, she was a determined girl to get her life together. Um, and so... My cousin and his wife decided last minute that they were going to go to her brother's house in Kerrville to uh, hang out with them for the Christmas day. And then Mari, Bell and I would have the house to ourselves on Christmas Day and I I bought her a bunch of Christmas gifts and she didn't have a uh, wrapped present for me so she took me into the bedroom and unwrapped herself and I wrapped myself in a a, a prophylactic Jimmy hat condominium whatever you want to call it uh and that was the best Christmas present anyone's ever given me. <laughs> the best Christmas present I've ever gotten. So, um, sorry, Mom, of all the Nikes. And by the way, it lasted longer than uh, uh, most people's first time, by the way. I was 18 by this time. and I don't know if she had turned 20 or if she was still 19. I think she was still 19. Um, But that whole week in Texas, uh, having probably the worst sex she had ever had, but the first sex I ever had was the highlight of every Christmas ever uh, for me. And... That whole week, it was just a great party, you know, every night, um, fun. Uh, 
you know, we went to, or I went with some other friends to somebody's house on Christmas Eve that I didn't even know, and uh, we drank Bud Light and hung out and talked, and every night, you know, I, I bought beer and uh, had a good time and and stuff like that, and it's a lot, a lot foggy, because I remember, you know, my mom calling on the phone, and she didn't want me to leave, she didn't want me to marry this Mexican girl, and stuff like that, by the way, when my Mexican honey's boyfriend got back to town a couple days after Christmas, uh, you know, she didn't tell him that she was going to break up with him. Uh, I remember I was at her, at his, her house, his apartment where she stayed sometimes. Uh, and he left the message on the answering machine. Hey, I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, I love you. And when he said, I love you, her head kind of went down. And that was like, that's what she wanted to hear. And I didn't know enough to say I love you to her at the time. I did. I was way in love. But anyhow, they spent a day together. She did not break up with him like she said she was going to. And uh, I was suddenly no good anymore. So, I held out hope for a few more months. I came back to Ohio, my home, and she got knocked up a few months after that. And uh, that, that was history. She got pregnant. They got married. Um, they live happily ever after. That's, and I'm glad for her. She got her dream. She got out of that little town that nobody seems to get out of. Um, she got, you know, the husband. She has two beautiful daughters and a son. Um, her daughters are, well, I'll shut up. They're, they're beautiful young ladies. Like she was back in the day. No, Haley, lay down. And uh, so that's that. That was my best Christmas present ever. So all's well that ends well. Um, I remember as a kid. That robots were going to be the big thing. And one of my mom's boyfriends got me a, a a robot one year. A couple years I got a... I don't know what the heck it was. It wasn't Transformers. Maybe it was GoBots. It was some kind of robot and you could program it to move around in different ways and do different things. Uh... A lot of video games, of course. 
tennis shoe basketball shoes, but everybody called them tennis shoes. Uh, I always had basketball shoes, Nike Airs, uh, Air Jordans, whatever. You know, Nike I picked out from the store. Uh, it was always under the tree at Christmas. And uh, thank God for credit cards and layaways. My mom would start Christmas shopping. You know, the older I got, the earlier she started, of course. And the earlier she had to start because the more expensive my Christmases got. But uh, those are my Christmas memories, you know. That uh, Christmas in Texas, we we spent New Year's Eve. That year was also nice. I didn't spend it with her. I spent it with somebody else. Ha ha. Last of my friends. Well, not the last, but close to the last of my group of friends to uh, lose his uh, virginity on. And the only one to lose it on Christmas Day. Yay. Uh, but New Year's Eve, you know, my buddies down in Texas talked me into moving on. And uh, so I didn't spend New Year's Eve with my little Tejano honey. Like she said we were going to. She didn't break up with her boyfriend and we didn't go to New Year's Eve in Mexico, like she said. My New Year's Eve was a lot more fun than hers, though. She probably got uh, some of him. He probably got a piece of you know. And, uh... But I spent four or five hours listening to some good Mexican music. Didn't understand the lyrics, because I don't speak Spanish, but it has a good beat, and you could dance to it. I still remember the name of the band was Justicia, or Justice, uh, in English. And uh, met some nice Latina girls there. And had fun, had fun dancing that night away. Drinking beer. My loser, goofy cousin, because I drank beer, he's like, oh, come on, you alky. I hate when people call me that. Call me an alcoholic, but don't abbreviate words. I'm not an alcoholic anyways. Never was. Well, maybe I was for a year or two. But uh wasn't then. I was just a kid having fun. He was a douche. It's also a night, New Year's Eve, New Year's morning. My friend Larry, we had to open the car door for him so he could lean his head out and puke in the middle of the road. Because I guess the Mexicans eat this uh, menudo, or is that the band? Well, anyway, some kind of soup they eat on New Year's for good luck or something uh he he drank a lot of beer and ate too much menudo and had to throw up out the car door <laughs>
Yeah, my little Mexican honey. She put a little weight on between uh, summer and Christmas. She's put a lot of weight on in her 45 or 6 years, but she's still pretty. She's just a little rounder now. Um, she had a nice butt when she was 19 and skinny. Uh, no no breast assist, flat chested as a board, but nice big black Mexican, uh, anyway, nipples. Um, trying to describe her to you guys. I'm not a good describer, but she was pretty as, pretty as a painting. Um, beautiful smile. Uh, no matter what, and uh, actually, I'm gonna look her up on Facebook when I get done rambling and smoking my cigar. And so, anyhow, but that's the story of my, the love of my life, the first love of my life that I lost my virginity to on Christmas Day. Uh, you know, cousin and his wife and kid and I quickly unwrapped our presents. Uh, and then it was, they were off to Kerrville and I was off to, uh, I had, I don't know how, but I took her out to lunch that day. I don't know how any restaurants are open on Christmas Day. I think we had lunch one or dinner and stuff a few times before that too but anyways had fun 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 with the the mexican kids and losing my virginity to a mexican maiden and uh i was a big boy so she was on top most of the time i think there was some doggy style and some, she gave me some oral. I did not try going down because I had no clue what the hell I was doing. I was just happy to be naked with a girl at that age. Um, told you I'm a guy's guy and a male chauvinist. Um, but it was fun, man. She She was fun. She took care of me for those few days her boyfriend was out of town and we were making our plans of running away together and, well, I was going to run away. She was going to stay put. But anyway. And then we went back to an old problem of mine. There was another girl that got obsessed with me. My cousin, the one who's around my age who's six months older than me, but refers to me as the baby. He didn't want me dating a Mexican. And try to fix... People always try to fix me up with other fat people. Like, um, we're not a... You know, we're, we're not a, our own, uh, like, race or religion that must marry amongst itself. And But anyways, they tried to fix me up with this fat little rep. 
redheaded girl and I, it just didn't work and I made sure it didn't work they tried to get me to ha have sex with her too and I'm like nope not gonna do it I'm out of her league she's not my type I want one of them Latina girls and there was another Latina girl who was thick and curvy and beautiful as hell Valerie that they were gonna fix me up with after uh, they got me over uh, my love for Maribel, but anyways, after that I came home, we continued to write letters until she got married and, or got knocked up and married and lived happily ever after. I mean, I'm glad for her. Wasn't glad at the time, I was heartbroken, but, you know, we had that, that fling and romance and letters and uh the best christmas present i ever got but i always had good christmases always got lots of toys um always spent time with family my grandma and my grandpa, my mom and I were close-knit. Um, and they always spoiled me at Christmas, you know. Grandma would always come up with some corny surprise toy for me or surprise present that she was just so beaming at the... Uh, no, at the... Uh, I don't know, whatever, beaming with pride that she got me. <laughs> so, you know, and my mom always just got me any, any and everything I possibly could have ever dreamt of or wanted or anything that uh, I, I asked for, I got. I was always spoiled rotten. So, I wonder what other people's favorite Christmas presents were. Favorite Christmas stories. You know, that's one thing we've lost a little bit is exchanging Christmas stories. And Christmas, you know, just sitting around talking about Christmas past. And, you know, what we got for Christmas, what we did what our traditions are. There's nothing wrong with being an American and having a Christmas tradition and having, you know, Christmas fun, having fun at Christmas and spoiling yourself or spoiling your family, rotten with presents. Um, I, I've debated the last day or so I got my mom enough Christmas presents and last night I was at a truck stop and uh, I, I saw some t-shirts that were extremely inexpensive by or have you noticed I remember when I was a kid a t-shirt was like five bucks now you can't really find one for less than 20 but I found, I saw a couple t-shirts. One was a ugly Christmas sweater t-shirt. 
and one was the character uh, Ralphie from A Christmas Story, and they were like eight bucks. And but I wanted to quit doing what I was doing and get home, so I didn't buy them. But I'm gonna seek out that truck stop today, and I'm gonna get my mom those two T-shirts for Christmas because they're so inexpensive. I mean, I might as well get her a couple cute things that she'll just go, oh, that's cute, John. So, uh, amongst the many, many other things I, I've gotten for her, uh, I always get her gift cards. I get her her white diamonds perfume. Uh, I found her a couple of... Uh, long sleeve shirts and a bag full of candy so uh and i bought like you know christmas dogs have like special candies that come out like candy cane flavored hershey's kisses um now they have uh hot chocolate flavored with little marshmallows in them hershey kisses you know stuff like that i'll give her for christmasy and uh, my stepdad, I always get him two, uh, a couple two-ounce bags of some really good tobacco, pipe tobacco, and a bag full of candy as well. And uh, he's content with that. Uh, we got him some books about funny facts about Ohio and the first, Ohio's first people, the wild Indians. So, <clears throat> trying to think of some other cool ass Christmas presents I got. There was the remote control robot. Oh, there was another robot looking thing. It was a, a it, you had to inflate it, and yet it was a, it was almost as tall as me. It had these little wheels on it. And the body of it just had these arms that like stuck straight out and you had to pull out this little tube in the back of it and blow it up. <laughs> and of course it got a hole in it and my mom's boyfriend guy at the time had to find the hole <coughs> and he can't, it was called TC and uh, anyways, my mom's boyfriend had to patch this little pinhole in it. Maybe I poked the hole in it so he would have to patch it. I don't know. But, um, yeah, the robots were the way of the future when I was a kid. And we, now we actually have the damn things. You can buy, hell, I can buy myself a Latina robot girlfriend with artificial intelligence. I just realized that. Oh my gosh. Well, shit fire. Maybe I know where I'm dropping 10 or 20 or 100 grand this Christmas on myself. <laughs> so, Merry, Merry Christmas. I wish I had a better detailed story of my me and my little Latina honey. My, my Latina heat on Christmas Day. Uh, but... I, I'm not good at describing things, especially people. But she had that nice, beautiful 
Mexican tan. Flat titties. Nice butt, though. Uh, and beautiful, long, dark, I guess it was more dark brown than it was black. Uh, Mexican hair. And then she cut it all off in between summer and Christmas. She went from butt length down to shoulder length hair. And uh, I remember one time in between our our visits, uh, or my visits, I sent her a roll of film so she could take pictures of herself that I could uh, then show off to my friends at school. Hey, look, I really do have a girlfriend and stuff. And man, those were good days, you know, and that's what we need to get back to. Just be simple. Remember how Christmas was when you were a kid this year and, and get that feeling of Christmas in your heart that childishness, that childlike feeling of Christmas and uh, being happy with yourself and, and happy for others and just feel like a kid again. It's been a bad couple years of uh, Christmas or, you know, don't listen to this bullshit doctor that you have to tell your friends that their vaccines are required for them to come to your house this Christmas. You do you and uh, enjoy your life. Go to church Christmas Eve and enjoy yourself. Celebrate the spirit of Jesus, even though I've spent this whole video talking about sex. <laughs> and... This whole podcast, I'm sorry, I'm not doing video today. Uh, I spent this whole time talking about sex with a gorgeous Mexican girl. Uh, Latina heat, as Eddie Guerrero would say. Or he would say Latino, but she was Latina. And uh, so, but yeah, man, enjoy your life. Have fun with it. And... Uh, Enjoy your family and friends this Christmas. And just have a hoot nanny all together. And uh, God bless you guys. I love you. Merry Christmas. Pray for each other. And let's get back to the true joy and meaning of Christmas in America. Peace out. God bless. Merry Christmas. Oh, wait. I almost didn't play my favorite Christmas song. The Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler. Wait, let's get this. This is a good version. He has a children's choir. Wait, let me get it from the beginning. Okay, here goes. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grey